Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway. Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug and Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash Animations, Webtoons, and Shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days of yore, the early 2000s. I'm Paul Reber, and with me is my co-host... John Ward! Alright, and we've reached the very end of our second season focused on muffin films. It's very sad, but John, how are we ending this season? We're ending the season with a muffin alley, and I didn't have to ask you what it was this time. <laughs> sure, the name <laughs> of the clip is convenient in this case. It is. So, at this point, stop the recording, use the link in the description below to watch the clip, that way you can really experience this with us. Yeah, this beautiful muffin alley. Alright, we'll give you a minute. I don't think we should just have dead air for a minute, Paul. I think that would be would be a bad, bad pod. Well, you've appealed against my my better, <laughs> better judgment, judgments. John. Uh, all right. So why don't you give us a quick description of what happens in this muffin alley? Okay. So in this muffin alley, uh, what ends up happening is a uh, a girl with a slight British or maybe mid Atlantic accent mm-hmm. uh, gets offered a tray of three muffins. And uh, we don't necessarily see who is offering the tray at first, but then it does turn out to be a giant muffin, uh, as has been prevalent throughout the series, is sure. muffins of various sizes. Um, and uh, basically, after saying that she doesn't like muffins, uh, muffin the muffins all, and then every muffin seemingly from the show altogether, uh, join in a chorus about... Uh, how great muffins are and why you should try one. And if you don't like that one, you should try a different one because they come in. Uh, let me try and think about all the qualities of muffins. That well, they... here's the thing, John. I thought what we would do is actually assess the validity of the argument that the muffins okay. are making to this girl. So I have the various points they make in front of me now. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, okay let's do this. So let's go through and uh, put yourself in the mindset of this little jaundiced turtle girl. Yes. And we'll try to assess whether or not. She's a little bit less turtle, but still very jaundiced. <laughs> <laughs> She's having a hell of a time. Yeah. Okay. So the first point that the muffins raise is that they're delicate and sweet. They are. Yes. They also bring up that they are so good to eat. That's negotiable. Yep. They come in many different flavors and different sizes, too. I feel like those are both objective. Yep. And if you don't like it, just try a different kind, which doesn't rhyme at all and is sort of jarring. No, but I think we've found our moral. (laughs) (laughs) We'll circle back to it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Other points that they raise are that muffins never did you no harm, which... Given what we've learned and given the shared cinematic universe that I, I think, I'm approaching, I think that's definitely true. where the pivot, the, the, the logic of the muffins starts to fall apart. Yeah. Maybe they just meant that to this one girl they've never yes, done any Yes, as far as we know, this is not the same jaundiced turtle girl as before. Probably not. Uh, they're fresh and warm. They It's rude to hate muffins, apparently, because they like you quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, that is that is that that makes a lot of sense. And just finally, that muffins are fond of people, so why won't you eat them? Yeah, it's just that when they say they're fond of people, so why don't you eat them, that makes me feel like they're fond of eating people, which which does go back to the point about they've never harmed you before. That's uh, a fair point. Is this a Soylent Muffin scenario? That yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder if like being eaten is simply a... Uh, a path through the muffin lifespan. Oh, it could be. You know, like uh, like they have to be eaten by a person in order to be able to evolve into their next form as a giant talking muffin. It's very possible. We never see anyone eat one of the giant muffins in the show. No, just people being eaten by the giant muffins, which again goes counterpoint to muffins have never harmed anybody. That's true. I was thinking it might be a little bit more of a Mr. Meeseeks scenario, where yeah. like, for a muffin, existence is pain. So, <laughs> so they have to be eaten. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, it's a very possible situation. Uh, so I, I think a few other problems that I have mm-hmm. with uh, with the muffins arguments are that a lot of these muffins look disgusting. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, and so, like, I feel like it goes against a lot of the, like, why don't you just try another one? Like, this moldy one. Or mm-hmm. this one that's yellow with purple or fuchsia spots on the inside of it. Yeah, which I think is supposed to be, like, a lemon... Lemon muffin, poppy seed maybe? sort of thing, which yeah. I love. I love a lemon so- a poppy seed But muffin. they're not that yellow. But they're not that yellow, or they shouldn't be. And they certainly don't... Have, uh, poppy seeds are black. They're not fuchsia. <laughs> uh... Yeah, there's a, there's a few there's a few colors in there that that are unappetizing to me personally. Certainly true, an awful lot of uh, weird moldy greens as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We even see like a ghost muffin. We do, which uh, is from one of the muffin films that we skipped as part of our review. But we can't do a complete review of every every flash. flash cartoon. Yeah, every flash it's, cartoon. There's so many out there. Yes, I mean it's one of the things we love about it is the accessibility. Yes. <laughs> All right, John. Well, overall, does the argument sway you? We know it does sway the jaundiced turtle girl. Yeah, she does end up eating a muffin. Although, like her, do you believe her? Like, do you? Believe? I actually don't. Yeah, I don't believe her either because her her response seems a little bit forced. It's not, oh yeah, muffins are okay. It's wow, muffins are great. Yeah, it definitely feels like she's being paid by a muffin board. Mm. Like this is something like people have found out that muffins are murdering people in the streets. Mm. And so like the the muffins have decided to get a get ahead of the message. And so they they've pressured this poor girl into uh, you know, into this like facade. You know, so this, this is the equivalent of the moon landing, you know. Uh, it's very possible, John. When you started this argument, I thought you were going to say that Amy has been in the pocket of Big Muffin like, all <laughs> along. Maybe that's true too. I don't know. I, like I, I, I like this idea of Big Muffin, but I'm not sure that I could ever believe in a Big Muffin. Like I don't, I don't think, and I don't mean a large muffin. I mean like the metaphorical Big Muffin, right? Yeah, big, big corporate muffin, big corporate muffin. muffin I mean like lobby. English muffins, yes, because we both love Thomas's because of their adjacency friends, to friends us. Of the cast, <laughs> yeah, friends and of the neighbors, cast, and yeah. neighbors, Thomas's English muffins, uh, who you know are nothing but kind to us. Uh, and we'd never say anything bad about them. But at the same time, I don't think I have that sort of, like, immense fear of, of like, a... Traditional. Yeah, w- what other... What, like, like other than grocery stores, where do you find muffins? Like Just, like, on the street? On the street? Street muffins? Yeah. <laughs> you ever found a street muffin? I... Bought it off the guy on the I corner? Think, I think a dog I've walked has found a few street muffins, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure I've personally ever found them. Well, that's weird, John. Um... <laughs> Now that we've reached the end of our muffin adventure, I'm wondering, is there something we can call the moral of this muffin film? But also, overall, do we have a real takeaway? So having having just ended one of our own personal great uh, creative endeavors, mm-hmm. the Minute Podcast, Paul, uh, I do feel sort of a kinship with this episode. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I, I understand that it's difficult to sort of create something that you feel is supposed to be summative of, like... Uh, a, a journey that you've been on artistically and creatively. Sure. And I feel like we both chose the same path. And that was just put everything fucking in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so like uh and so like I think that I think that she did much the same way with a big a big music uh That's you true. know a musical number big musical end. number. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I think it worked out really well. I, I liked being able to see all of the previous uh, antagonists or muffins, as you might sure, like to call them, seeing all the friends you've made over the yeah, season. all the yeah, exactly, uh, all the friends that we made uh, watching these muffin films. How about you, Paul? What, what, how, do you feel like it's met met the snuff? Well, the, as that's a term. <laughs> I, I think I think it's met the snuff. Yeah, uh, at, 
in the last episode, I've mentioned that I uh, felt a sort of muffin ennui, but that was mostly a joke. I've actually quite enjoyed our time in muffin films. Definitely. I, I do look forward to the other areas we'll get to explore, though. Yeah. John, is there a moral you can really pin to this one muffin film, though? I mean, I feel like this muffin film is trying to tell us to try a muffin. Uh, even if even if we don't feel like we like muffins, maybe give another one a try. Sure. Maybe try things that you've already dismissed. Maybe you'll like them now in a different age at a different time. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. The takeaway I had was that peer pressure is very effective. Yes, that's, that's also a very good one for this one. All right, John. Well, can you tell the listeners at home what's what's next for Plug and Missing now that we're wrapping on season two? Okay, so what's next is we're coming up on Salad Fingers. Oh, I'm already uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a creepy one, folks. If you thought muffins eating humans regularly was going to be a source of topic of conversation, uh, Salad Fingers certainly is going to bring that creepiness to another level. Uh, so look forward to that. And of course, uh, you know, we, you know, as you as you listen to the podcast, we always encourage you to check out the the actual the actual episode itself before listening uh so yeah so we're going to start off on it solid fingers gonna be great you can see that in a week or two mm-hmm. great and thanks for joining us for the finale of season two of plug and missing if you liked what you heard please tell a friend or leave a review on itunes or heck do both you've got both would be fantastic would be perfect if there's yeah. something you'd like us to talk about either a clip from salad fingers or a future different season we could do just contact us on the various social media platforms at plug and missing email us at plug and missing pod at gmail.com or check out plug and there's some info on there as Definitely. well all the links all of the links as always this episode was co-hosted by john ward and paul reber i always almost say john reber and i don't know why <laughs> produced by john ward edited by paul reber fusion <laughs> more power than we could be alone uh-huh what we're an experience paul <laughs> come back next week where we'll ask you were we an experience? <laughs> it's going to be great. Okay. Bye. We're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash Animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well. Please give us five stars on iTunes.